The Modus Monologues and Docu America Series podcast was made possible with the support from the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. Modus Monologues, the Undocu America Series, stories from the front lines and front porches of your undocumented neighbors. Welcome. I'm your host, Alejandro Fuentes Mena. The Undocu America series is a creative collaboration between Modus Theater and a group of undocumented people who grew up in this country that had the courage to write, reflect, pray, yell, and cry until we found one story from our lives to share with you. In this episode, I'm going to share a story of my own. There are so many stories I could tell you, but I'm going to talk about my hardworking parents, what it was like growing up undocumented, and how I became one of the first two documented teachers in this country. Plus, you'll get a bonus math and immigration lesson from yours truly. After I share my monologue, I am honored to play a special musical response to my story from Grammy Award-winning Latin hip-hop rock band Oso Matli. The title of my autobiographical monologue is Deport Me. I was just a kid when I realized what being undocumented meant. At age eight, I started going to work with my dad so I could help him rebuild the entire outside of other people's homes, all the while not having a real home of our own. I would see my dad as he calculated. I would help him do the math. I would research and discover that for this job, people would charge $20,000. He had been screwed over so many times that he decided he was only going to charge $15,000. They would see his strength in Spanish, his lack of English and documented status, and give him about $10,000. And that's who my father believed he was. Half the man I thought he was. Half the value of any other. I witnessed as my mother would leave for an entire weekend, 72 hours, to take care of someone else's family. And that entire weekend, she was lured with the promise of over $300 for her work, but she would come back with only $100 in her pocket. $100 that she saw as a blessing. $100 that I saw as an attack on our family. All those rich families saw little value in everything my mom did for them. They would take her away only to use her and spit her out. The money they paid her was barely enough for food on the table. It didn't cover the worry my mom had because she couldn't be home to take care of us when we were sick, help us with homework, comfort us when we returned to an empty house. A hundred dollars for a whole weekend away from her family? Like she was worthless? But don't you understand? She was priceless to me. Well, spending my weekends without my mom as she cared for other people's children and spending those weekends working for my dad for free 
so he wouldn't lose money for the privilege of building a home for someone else's family. And witnessing this over and over and over again, I began to think that I wasn't worth much either. Despite the fact that I had been recognized at school as gifted and talented, despite the fact that I was a math whiz, that I learned English, a completely unknown language in about a year, and that I was an engaged student, despite the fact I was the precocious worship leader at my church, I let those weekends of feeling worthless affect me. I began making jokes rather than making plans for my future, playing games rather than paying attention, chasing girls rather than chasing my dreams, and like all self-fulfilling prophecies, I got to the point where my grades reflected what society said my parents and I were worth. Half-priced human beings. But luckily, I had a teacher named Ms. Kovacic who worked hard to remind me of my value and helped convince me that what this society was telling me and my family was wrong. With her support, and that of many others, I got myself out of that pit of self-deprecation, past the insecurities, past the hate, past the negativity, past that half version of me, into a good college, and into a position where I am now an educator who teaches math. And like my mentors, I teach young children of their value. Because all children are valuable, just as you and I are valuable. As a teacher, I can't help myself. Let me take you to school for a few moments. Y'all good with that? So let's start off with a little math lesson. My father is one man, one of the hardest workers I know. My mother is one woman, one of the strongest and most compassionate individuals in my life. My sister is one daughter, a brat, but a lovable one, and an American citizen. And I'm one son, half of this country and half of Chile, but we are four whole beautiful gifts, indivisible with liberty and justice for all, not the half-priced individuals that society has attempted to make us. And moving to applied math and economics, if this country continues to deport the undocumented community, it is missing out on courageous, strong, intelligent, family-loving, hard-working people of great value. And that is not only our loss, it is your loss to miss out on us. Not to mention the billions in taxes we bring in every year, which is billions more than large corporations are paying. Lastly, Moving beyond math to ethics, paying an undocumented person half of their value for their life's work, extracting all you can get from them to build your homes and take care of your families, and then deporting them as if they had not brought value, is not just mathematically flawed, it is also an American math story problem gone wrong. It is criminal to treat us as subservient and less desirable. I'm living in this country undocumented, 
teaching your children, supporting them, engaging their minds in math and in their dreams. I'm 100% here. And I'm 100% committed to this country in which I was raised. This country that constantly seeks to spit me out. Lose me and you lose my value. Not just the money I pay in taxes, the money I pay into a social security that I would never be able to benefit from, but you lose my ability to inspire, connect, and engage. You lose my ability to bring an impact. You lose the knowledge I bring to my students who are your children. This country would be foolish to lose me. So, deport me. Deport me, because in the end, it's your loss. Thank you for listening. And now, also Matley playing Cuando Canto in honor of my story. Cuando canto
solución Cuando sueño la madrugada Ojalá que mi trabajo no es That was Cuando Canto, Osomatli's powerful musical response to my story. On our next episode of Modus Monologues and DocuAmerica series, you can hear Irving Reza use humor to negotiate the fear he must face every time he passes through an immigration checkpoint, and how this experience deepens his reverence for the U.S. Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Thank you for listening to Modus Monologue and sharing my story and others from the Undocu America series with your family and friends so everyone can meet the people whose lives are at stake in our country's immigration debates. And tune in to the Modus Monologue's companion podcast, Shoebox Stories, where you can hear my story read and reflected on by the internationally recognized culinary innovator, New York Times best-selling author, humanitarian, and chef-owner of Think Food Group, Jose Andres. I do believe in walls, but not walls of exclusion, but walls of inclusion. Walls that are about community, community centers, and hospitals, and universities, and schools. You can find Shoebox Stories and more Modus Monologues wherever you find your podcasts. For more information, go to our website, modustheater.org. If you could just for a moment Take a walk in my shoes We are grateful for the Modus Monologues creative team, including Sam Glover, theme song, Anthony Salvo, violin underscore, Alejandro Fuentes Mena, host and vocals, the podcast content editor, Modus's artistic director, Kirsten Wilson, technical editors, Sam Glover and Douglas Reed, the Modus Theater production team, Rita Valent Quinn, Michelle Mon, and Kiara Chavez, and Modus's undocu monologists, Victor Galvan, Tanya Chaires, Redes El Salvidres Rodriguez, Laura Peniche, Kiara Chavez, Juan Juarez, Irving Reza, Christian Solano Córdoba, Armando Peniche, and Alejandro Fuentes Mena.